Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, the podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jamie Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. What you got there? What is that? You got a little, little cigar? A little tiny, little Cohiba? A little, little, little dog walker. A little dog walker? You don't have a dog. Yeah, but I like to walk. Oh. And so it's good to, when you're walking. Yeah, but you're not walking here. I know, but... But for one little episode... I'll, I'll smoke again. Be good. Can I see the? Uh, you, thank you. Need my st- you need me. I I do. Thank you. Because you complete me. So, um, how is that going to work though? When uh, you're away in England, I mean, when you're you're when this drops, you're you're gone. I'm you're, gone. You're uh, you're gonna be gone for a couple weeks. I'm be here yeah. by myself. I know. What Not all by do? myself, but you know. No, don't worry. I know you'll have Krista. You'll have Steve. You have yeah. all these people that you're replacing me with. Well, we've already recorded the episodes. So, like, yeah, we banked them. See, I had to. I yeah. was like, I, I'll push you out. Podcast protection. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> you know, well, you know, people like having Chris on, you know? Mm, yeah. Sorry to disappoint you all. Yeah, well, I, th- I think what it is, is, um, you know, she is, I think she's, she's, a, she's a kinder, she's kinder than we are. That, that that's 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 a part of it. She's I mean, smart, that's true. and she's kinder than we are. Um, but she's as quick as we are on her feet. Yeah, so yeah. She can roll and have fun. But uh, yes, we yeah. You guys, you guys keep asking. We're, we are definitely bringing Krista back as I know, long as so. she's allowed. Mm. As, as long as she's allowed. As long as she's allowed. Well, as long know, as her husband allows she, her she to. She has to ask her man. You know. <laughs> well, I don't know. worry, everyone. I think I have to go to Spain in January, so don't worry. Spain. You'll have your chance then. So you have to go to Spain. I was supposed to go. I was supposed to fly down to Barcelona during this trip. Oh, but I was like, well, I was supposed to go. I was supposed to go London. Well, London to Leeds. So Leeds. So then I was supposed to go to Dublin. Then I was supposed to go to Germany. Then I was supposed to go. Well, then I was asked if I would go down to Spain to Barcelona, and then cap off the trip in Amsterdam. So. The earliest I was supposed to come back was the thirteenth, and it could have gone till the seventeenth. Okay, that's a lot. So I just told everybody, "You're all just going to come meet me in Leeds." Okay. So whoever wants to meet, I'll meet in Leeds. Here are the time slots. There you go. Line up. Line up. Line up. Take a number. Sit down. And then I told the one for Barcelona, uh, maybe I'll come in January. We could just do a Facetime while I'm in Leeds. We'll just do a like a team's call. I'll, I'll just, you know, get some things done and then then go visit in January. Yeah. Right. I'm hoping I won't have to. Okay. So I'm sort of hoping that like January when though, like middle of January, okay. Like 2022. Cause January 29th, we've got that Texas conference going mm-hmm. on. So, you know, you gotta, gotta be back for that. Yeah. 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 Don't be messing it up. Well, I guess Chris can take my place there too. Well, you know, <laughs> All right, you're a little too. I'm just, I'm, listen, you're, you're you're the one throwing it out there. I'm not, you know, I'm not I'm not making that suggestion. You're throwing things out. I feel like you've uh, you're a little too quick to to say yes to that. Uh, you know, just trying to roll with God's providence. You know, just whatever happens. You know, like what will be will be. Let it be. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, wrapping up this year, and you know, there's a lot of planning. The churches. Typically, hopefully, most churches have a lot of planning that goes in mm-hmm. to the next year. Um, not just because it's a new calendar year, but you know, you, you have a budget, you got a calendar, all that stuff. 
but also like uh, you have to determine what you're going to be focusing on in your preaching and the thematic stuff, right? Because, um, you know, like we'll set the course of what we're going to be preaching over and then uh, we map out those sermons and then our worship leaders are able to choose songs and readings that correspond yeah. with the various messages and themes. And, um, you know, we did Revelation this past year. Yeah. The book of Revelation. That was a good one. That is now over. Whew. Um, Woo. That was a... Uh, yeah. yeah, it was good. That was, that was something. Dude, that was uh, great. <laughs> I think Revelation's easier to teach through than it is to preach through. I, I would, uh, I think that's, it's, it's, it's a harder craft. I think crafting sermons uh, that work well around those passages, where if I could just teach Well, the through, Lord was faithful, because yeah. uh, uh, I, I really felt blessed by the series. Well, thank you. And our people seem to, to largely benefit from it. So that was good. And uh, man, well, I don't even know what we did. We Man, and I, and I became the number two all-time preacher. Oh, yeah. No, Jimmy, uh, yeah. Jimmy and I. Over the course of this year. Yeah. You're about every four to six weeks. This yeah. Is every six weeks, probably. Something yeah, like roughly. There. Yeah. Um, Jimmy would come in. Yeah. J J Jimmy's strong in preaching. And um, and on, and honestly, like, I just, I revelation is of such a nature. I To keep the teaching consistent, Jimmy was going to be the only other guy preaching yeah. uh, revelation with me because we're on the same page there. Um, but you know, we did, we spent three years in the book of Luke. Yeah. That was a long one. Um, we've done lots of old Testament, right? Mm. So Nehemiah, Jeremiah, we, we've done a bunch of things. We tend to go back and forth, but. So I am surprised. Mm. Oh, go Well, yeah, we're doing, go ahead. Introduce what we're about to do. Then I'll tell you why I'm so, surprised. But this year, uh, going into 2022, we're going to kick off January, beginning the book of Acts. Mm. Now, Joey, you know more than I do on this. Definitely. Well, absolutely. <laughs> now, my impression has been typically we go back and forth yeah. between old and new. So now, now we're doing two New Testament books back to back. Right. Is that is that is that a is that different for us? It's not. It's not altogether different. Um, I mean, obviously, just because we have a certain. Uh, not preference, but you know what I mean? It's not like we're beholden to it. Like we must do it. No, we, I mean, there have been times when we didn't go straight to an old Testament book, mm. but we do like to preach. I like to preach through old Testament books and our people need a lot of exposure there. Um, I, I frequently find people saying like, Whoa, I've never really read this book before. Mm. Like, you know, it's, so it's something that we really want to do. Um, but we, I wanted to hit the book of acts in particular uh, because coming out of Revelation, which, by the way, is so rooted in the Old Testament, we were frequently going back there. Yeah, yeah. But, oh, goodness, yes, we were. But uh, but Revelation is all about, like, the an, it's an, an encouragement to the church to persevere in the midst of persecution and tribulation. That's why it was written, right? The purpose of the book, right? To encourage and strengthen, strengthen the church through tribulation. And as we saw, the theme of the book is the victory of Christ and his church over the devil and the world. Um, and so the book of Acts now naturally fo follows that because there we see the, 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 this New Testament church established, uh, expanding, fulfilling its mission. Uh, you see what the church does, is supposed to do. You see its struggles. You see its victory. Um, you really get to flesh out in a lot of ways what the people of God are supposed to be doing. And you also see the faithfulness of God in causing his church to persevere and triumph in that. So it's a, it's a very different, 
descriptive. I mean, it's a narrative, right? It's a very descriptive book of church life in a lot of ways that is going to be, I think, challenging for us and encouraging because um, as we're transitioning into this new year, it's not just, oh, we need a new sermon series. We are in the midst of some transitions. Yeah, We are looking at how we can be more faithful, more fruitful Christians, uh, leaders, a more faithful and fruitful church as we move into this next year, as we identify our weaknesses or problem areas, as we are able to identify our strengths and where we see God already bearing a lot of fruit, how we can leverage those things. Mm-hmm. So acts seems to make a lot of sense. No, and I'm really excited for it. I'm, I'm really, really pumped. So we'll be recommending, you know, some commentaries to, for people to follow along. You guys can, can follow along. Do I get to preach again? Oh yeah. Yeah. If you're not in Spain. What, why are you mad at me? I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, we're going to have some planning to do, actually, now that I'm thinking of it. Yeah. Well, th- by the end of this week, I'll have the entire book mapped out. So it's it's taking longer than I thought. Um, and then, yes, I know you, Jimmy and, and Brian, look at the calendar stuff. So I've got, I was waiting on some feedback from somebody, didn't get it. So you're going to get all my stuff with suggested time mm-hmm. frames. And then once you guys solidify it all, I'll plug it all into Planning Center. Perfect, 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 perfect. So, so they're... they're the, Wait, were you waiting on feedback from me? Nope. Oh gosh, no. I was sitting for you. I was, my heart dropped. Yeah, you have been a little, a little distracted this week. I have, and that's why mm-hmm. I was like, oh no, mm-hmm. is he waiting on me? Yeah. Am I holding up? Mm-hmm. Well, because I'm thinking like, uh, um, I think your sabbatical's coming up. Yeah, sabbatical. I'm probably going to be gone for a bit, as well mm-hmm. this summer. So like all that fun stuff of working through. If you guys are wondering, I, uh, the church gives me a sabbatical every seven years. Um, they let me go away for uh, seven years and uh, <laughs> I come back after that. It's uh, <laughs> so no, I, I, I think they give me uh, some time off and I, and I, and I go away and I rest with the family and that's uh, mm-hmm. it's a really, it's a really good thing. Um, okay. So when we're there, there are certain themes in the book of acts that are particularly uh, relevant to all churches, but really helpful for us, especially as we begin to focus more on the, the mission of making disciples, but a particular po- a component of, of evangelism and outreach, right, mm-hmm, as a church. Mm-hmm. So uh, when you're looking at the book of Acts, you know, one of the themes that, that stands out are the, the missions, right? There's the mission of God. His mission is to redeem, right? To save. Yes. Uh, and then the mission of the church. Our mission is not to redeem or to save. We we're do, not going to redeem the city. No, you can't. Re- no, that, that, that we're redeeming the city. We can't no, redeem it. No, can't. That's not the huh. thing. Really? No, but we do proclaim. Oh, we do preach. Oh, we do make disciples. Oh, and so, but actually understanding the difference between the two, how our mission is a support for God's mission. Like, you know, he graciously uses us in our mission as as a part of how he's carrying out his, right? And bringing the gospel to all people through the preaching of the word, people are regenerated and all of that. So being able to clarify, uh, you know, the, the God's mission, you know, in Christ's life, death and resurrection, his purpose in that, um, to see how uh, that mission is preached and then the call to faith and repentance throughout is I think going to be really helpful for us because in the book of Acts, like evangelism is pretty simple. I feel like in the book of Acts, it's, it, 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 it you don't, you don't see like uh, Peter or Paul getting into imputed righteousness mm. in their evangelism. They're 
they're just saying they're, they're, they're focusing on the other aspect of justification, which is the forgiveness of sins. Yeah. It's not yeah. that you can't do that. I mean, we do talk about imputed righteousness in some of our evangelism, but the book of Acts demonstrates that the, the gospel proclamation can be very simple that, you know, the son of God died for sinners, you know, that, that, that God's wrath was poured out on the son that we might be forgiven or cleansed, that we might receive the spirit. And that's another thing is mm. the Holy Spirit's a big theme in the book of Revelation. Yeah. And knowing like, like when you think about Baptist churches uh, and the Holy Spirit, when you think about- So you're thinking about Acts? Sorry. Book of Acts. Oh, sorry. You said Revelation. Oh, geez. Yeah. No, 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 no that's going to take me months. No, I know. I know. So that. sorry. I want to make sure that we we're all clear. But go so ahead. in uh, the book of Acts, the Holy Spirit is a big theme. And this is good for us for a lot of reasons. But I was going to ask you, when you think of Baptists and the Holy Spirit, what comes to mind? Uh, different rooms. <laughs> you know, same house. Same house. Uh, you know. Yeah, different rooms. Yeah. Maybe you know. maybe maybe different floors. Different even, floors. You know. It's it's like it's like the cousin you you you're you know that you're avoiding. Yeah. There 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 is in some Baptist churches a, a reticence to really get into much of the work of the Holy Spirit in the life of the church, and uh, I remember, I think I've shared this before, but I got to say it again. It's been a long time. Um, I had a very particular view of the whole, we're cessationists, by the way, classic cessationists, if you guys are wondering where we're at. Um, but we believe that with the, the, the Puritans and the Reformed tradition that the Holy Spirit is active, that the Holy Spirit fills, the Holy Spirit convicts, the Holy Spirit leads, all this stuff. So, um, but I remember I was in a class with uh, Dr. Kessler at Moody, and I said to him, he was, we were having a class, he was talking about the leading of the Holy Spirit, and I just dismissed it outright. Holy Spirit doesn't lead anybody. And he's like, what are you talking about? Here he is leading Paul in the book of Acts. And I'm like, no, that's that's descriptive, not prescriptive. I don't buy it. That's uh, just super arrogant, you know, dismissing that the Spirit would lead people today hmm. uh, in any real way. And uh, he said, Joe, you're a deist. You, you, you're, you basically have a view of God where he's not involved in your life. And, uh, and certainly, like, this is an example of that. And it really cut mm. me down a few notches. I went back to my room, and I was like, eh, I think he's right. I think I am kind of a deist in that. Like, that's not good because I don't see that in Scripture. And so you know, I, I went back, and I looked at, like, you know, you know, God's providence and all this stuff. But once I started going back through the Holy Spirit, I did come to the conclusion that the that God does, through the Holy Spirit, uh, convict and lead uh, and, and does a lot more than I thought, uh, mm. even though I'm still not a person that believes in the perpetuity of all the spiritual gifts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today. Of course, of course. Um, so the Holy Spirit's going to be good because uh, we we do need to have a healthy, theologically rich, deeply experiential doctrine of the Holy Spirit. Well, and throughout church history, it has been, you know, uh, uh, those in the form camp that had a healthier view mm -hmm. of the Holy Spirit, but we've lost it along the way. Yeah, it's like they're. Again, you, you, some of the greatest works on the Holy Spirit that have been written, I would say the greatest works are, are found in the Reformed tradition. Um, and yet when you look at a lot of contemporary popular level uh, pastors who um, are known as exegetes and whatnot, frequently they, they don't spend much time on the Spirit. They're, they, and they, they're so afraid of the abuses mm. of extreme charismatic doctrine that uh, they, they cut out so much uh, of what the spirit actually does today and in 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 a way that i think makes people suspicious of 
of not just people's experience, but sp- suspicious of what the Holy Spirit actually does. Yeah. So, I mean, listen, uh, we need Holy Spirit power to do what God's called us to do. I mean, the book of Acts begins with this, right? You receive power. Oh, uh, Sorry, I was thinking of this uh, Steve Harvey clip. Okay. <laughs> You're the worst at this. <laughs> no, I'll You are the worst at this. No, no, what's you that You will one? derail a whole thing. <laughs> About something in your head, you can't you can't hold it together, and you'll derail the whole conversation. And then when I'm like, "What?" and you're like, "Nothing." Just Steve no, Harvey. It. it was just, it was just, just bald mustache. <laughs> what's that one? It's a one show where it's like, you know, survey says. What's what's that show? It's called Family Feud, Jimmy. Family Feud. Yeah. And so they're about to start, and this lady's like, "Hold on for a second, Steve," and she's like, "Holy Spirit, activate! activate. Holy Spirit, activate! Holy Spirit, activate! Activate!" Do you know who that is? No. She's famous. No, I have no idea who that is. She's super famous. Oh, who's she? Uh, Wilson Phillips. She's the blonde, short-haired girl in Wilson Phillips, a famous 90s band. Oh. The song Hold On. Okay, okay. For one more day, if you hold on. Oh, that sounds pretty good. Just yeah. so you know. That's, 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 that's that's good I like me some Wilson Phillips. So that's anyways, that, as soon as you talk about yeah. like Holy Spirit power, that's yeah. what I was thinking. We need that. We need that. We need to activate. <laughs> Holy Spirit, activate. <laughs> that is a funny clip. Um, <laughs> Which... But we do like like you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses. Mm-hmm. Like you can't do the things that God calls you to do apart from the gift of the Holy Spirit. And so and I've actually done a whole series years ago on pneumatology, uh, theological series. And so like, you know, we believe this, but this is a good opportunity to see it in a narrative form, right? Mm-hmm. Where you actually s- read the stories of what the Holy Spirit does. So like there's doctrinal principles that you can preach right out of it out of an epistle but in a narrative form when you can actually see it it's i think it's pretty exciting we're also going to be looking at again like what the church looks like and this will be a, a that's a, the part i love yeah. i love like as we're coming out of hopefully coming out now they're talking about omicron did you see that the new variant no. omicron it sounds like a like like a like the they do they battle the uh the transformers or they, <laughs> Decepticons. They sound like Decepticons. Yeah, <laughs> it's the Omicron. Oh, like, like it's the Autobots. Out. Autobots and the Decepticons. And the Decepticons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now they're talking about this new variant mm-hmm. that's uh, in uh, southern countries of, of Africa. Yeah. And now, yeah. now they got the ban. Not the ban, but there's now limited travel. Biden's got limited travel. Yeah. But it's okay though. I mean, you know, Trump does it. And he's a xenophobe. But whatever. Yeah. 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 Uh, we ain't closing, so I don't even you know like whatever. But no, but but, but even like who, the reason why I say that was like as um hopefully as we're coming out of all this mess, yeah, right. Like I think we've lost sight as a church, and I'm talking about the greater church here, yeah. right? Like we've lost sight of what it means to be part of a church and what oh, it means yeah. to be the church mm-hmm. uh, in our community. So I think looking at the early church is almost like this reset of like mm-hmm. this is what we're we're called to, right? Like, um. As as we're you know in in fellowship and in, in studying God's word and the breaking of bread you know yeah. no it's, I think it's going to be really good for us um, again I, I I I enjoy preaching through narratives um, I, I think preaching through epistles is easier right uh, mm-hmm. because it's argumentation right it's teaching yeah I find narratives more difficult but I also think that they can be well, they obviously they're very rewarding to preach and to and to learn from. So I like that. And again, you're seeing a, you're seeing the church, the New Testament church, like birthed, right? You're seeing uh, this new thing happen, right? This uh, this new covenant has been established, and now the people of God are things are different, and uh, and there's there's growth, there's excitement, but then there's also like real like tremendous persecution, right? Mm. That's a I mean the persecution is 
throughout this thing. And, uh, you know, we're facing mild forms of persecution in the U.S. Other places, they experience it uh, much more intensely. But, you know, that's something that we saw in the book of Revelation, uh, mm. persecution. But here, the persecution is, it's always tied to God's work of providence. It's always tied to his uh, sustaining strength that he gives to his people so that you can see even when like some really bad things are happening to God's people, God is doing something through that. And as the narrative unfolds, you, you can see where it goes, right? There's, yeah. Even, yep. even when lives are lost or when, you know, when people are suffering, um, there, is this, there is this obvious, at least by the end, this obvious uh, sort of victory that God is having in the midst of those violent acts. And I, I, I love Acts 16. I remember the first time I read Acts 16 uh, when Paul and Silas are preaching the gospel and they get locked in jail and uh, at night. And, and the, the picture is these guys are virtually tortured, right? They're in, they're in shackles. They're in the deepest part of this prison probably they're 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 in a bad way they're hurting but they're singing songs of praise they're like they're having a little worship session together and everybody's listening to them do this uh that is a victory even before the angel comes in and says let's get out of here Mm. like it's already a victory so i think looking at themes of of you know of, of persecution of God, how of God holds the, the, the church together, the Holy spirit and understanding mission and missions is going to be an encouragement for us. It's going to be an encouragement for me. And hopefully like this can be, um, some, a, a, a fuel, right? A fuel that will burn in us that will move us to take risks, right? Lots mm. of, lots of risks are taken by these new Christians, right? These early Christians in sharing the gospel. Um, our risks are not not nearly as uh, as dangerous, but we need to be pushed, encouraged, and motivated to take risks, to tell people about Jesus, invite them to church, tell them about Christ, and call them to faith and repentance, because that's what God calls us to do. Because that's what God uses to grow the church. Well, we'd love to hear thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram, Twitter at Doc and Devo, or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website DoctrineFortune.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast of the store, JoeFoStore.com, and grab some gear. We got that fresh pot every Monday and Thursday. We got blog posts and video content over at the website. And we got that all access exclusive content. You got banter truth on Tuesdays, weekday wisdom, Monday through Friday. Head on over to DoctrineFortune.com slash all access to sign up today. Later.